Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side podcast today. Uh, We're so thankful that you're taking the time to listen wherever you are. Uh, Maybe you're in your house doing dishes, maybe you're driving down the road, maybe you're watching on Facebook. Uh, Thank you for taking the time on this Wednesday to tune in with us. Uh, We're excited about the thought we have. Now, Pastor Coburnett, uh, he's away for the day, but he'll be back tonight for the Wednesday evening service. Uh, If you do not have a church home, I'd encourage you to come join us at Victory Baptist Church tonight. Uh, We're excited to be continuing our study in the book of Revelation uh, as we're looking at what Jesus is going to do in the future. And then also the Master Clubs, Children's Programs, and other ministries we have going on tonight. Uh, We're just excited about all that God is doing here and uh, trust that you're praying for the service, but also are planning to attend as well. I do have a birthday and a couple anniversaries to mention here. I want to say happy anniversary to Dean and Carrie Kidd. I want to say happy anniversary to William and Marie Lewis as well. And then happy birthday to Camille Myrick as well. Hope that you're having a great day. Hope it's a special day uh, for you. Uh, We're going to get into a song, but in just a second, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 14 for a brief thought. I traded sorrow for a bright tomorrow When I laid them at the Savior's feet I held them too long and I was so wrong I'm glad I learned there's something stronger in me It is my mountain moving God approving wondrous work of faith Just beautifying, sending, miracle call grief and sorrow and put something in their place I have traded all my fear for faith it isn't easy to always please him God understands and helps me to believe When I have a bad day, there's always great grace To remind me once again just what I need It is my Mountain moving, God approving, wondrous work of faith Just fearing, sin denying, miracle call faith I've loaded up my grief and sorrow and put something in their place I have traded all my fear for faith It is my faith moving, God approving, wondrous work of faith Just fear divine, sending, miracle call faith I've loaded up my grief and sorrow and put something in their place I have traded all my fear for faith I have traded all my fear for faith I have traded all my fear for faith All right, I hope that you enjoyed that song. 
Uh, this morning, I'm going to be talking about this idea of storms uh, that we have in our life. Uh, now, there are storms that we've experienced lately, last week with the hurricane coming through, those systems. I remember being a kid, uh, being in the Bugs Island area, and uh, myself, my dad, my brother, we were all fishing up there up in Clarksville. And I remember being on the lake, it was a nice, calm evening. And then all of a sudden, uh, out of nowhere, this system came through uh, with wind, with rain, with lightning. And if you're anything like me, I like to get out of the way of lightning as quick as possible. I remember being very fearful as a kid, uh, but also amazed at how quickly that storm showed up uh, while on that boat, while on that lake. Uh, storms oftentimes can relate to hardship in our life. Isn't it true that we have no idea what we're going into? We have no idea what's coming our way. A hardship comes, hardship goes. One person put it this way in regards to the life uh, with storms is that you're either in a storm right now, maybe that's where you are. Uh, maybe you have a sickness you're dealing with. Maybe you have a, something with your family you're going through, a financial hardship. Uh, you're in a storm right now. Uh, maybe you're coming out of a storm. Uh, you were just in something difficult, but that's now passed and you're glad to be out of it. Or we're either going into a storm. Uh, it may be peaceful, maybe quiet right now, but there could be a storm coming in the future. Uh, difficulties, trials, uh, challenges are part of life. But in the midst of those storms, in the midst of those times which we sometimes feel confused, we don't know what's going on, we don't know what's coming next, there are some things that we can know. There are some things that we can be confident of. As we look here, Matthew chapter 14, we're going to see those things. If you're in your Bible, follow along with me. I'm reading in verse number 22. The Bible says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. What can you know in the midst of the storm? The first thing that you can know is know it doesn't mean that you're out of the will of God. Question for you, listener. Who sent these men into the storm? If you'll notice in verse number 22, the Bible says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. These disciples were being obedient to what Jesus had asked them to do, but here they were, and they found themselves in a storm. Some people think, I'm going through a difficult time. I'm going through a hardship. Things aren't turning out the way I expected them to turn out. I must be doing something wrong. I must be messing up somewhere. Here's the reality. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 5, it rains on the just and on the unjust. Storms are just a part of life. And oftentimes they're a part of being in the will of God. Oh, you remember the story of Paul and Silas? They were serving God. They were preaching the word of God. Where did Paul and Silas find themselves? They found themselves in a prison. Without Joseph, Joseph was a man that loved the Lord. He did right, but he was betrayed by his brothers. He was sold into slavery. He was falsely accused. He was cast into prison. What's the Bible say? The Lord was with him. Here's the thing. We may be in a storm that we don't like. We may be in a storm that we don't care for. But here's the reality. We have a God that's with us in the storm. In the midst of those storms, we may not want to be there, but here's what we do know. 
It doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. Sometimes God, God's will takes us into a storm. It was said of Job in Job chapter 2, verse number 10, that Job went through much but did not sin with his lips. Was Job faithful to God? Job was. Did Job face much testing? Job did. But we face much testing as we're faithful to God. Here's the reality. We will. But it doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. You know, there are some people, uh, some te- preachers, some teachers that, that don't follow biblical truth. Uh, and they would say that, hey, if you, if you follow Jesus, you'll have a great life. You'll get lots of money. If you give to the church, you'll get lots of good things for your life. Here's the reality. The call to discipleship, the fo- call to follow God has always come with its challenges. It doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. Here's what it could mean. A storm might mean that you're just in the will of God. Uh, what else can you know in the midst of the storm? Number two here. You can know there's one greater than the storm. Oh, storms of life often seem big. The trials, the tribulation, the situation in front of us may seem bigger than ourselves. And oftentimes, that situation is bigger than ourselves. But here's what you can know. In the midst of that storm, there's a God who's going with you through it. There's a God who's not going to fail you. He says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I want you to consider this when you approach these storms in your life. Maybe you're in one right now. In the midst of a storm, we need to remember what God's done for us in the past. Oh, He was with us in the past. He was big for us in the past. We can believe, we can trust that God's going to be faithful to us right here in the present. Oh, these disciples, they were, they were on this boat. Uh, they were in this sea. They were in this storm. But just a little while prior, a few hours prior, where were they? They were with Jesus. They were with the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus had just performed a great miracle in their eyes. And I'm sure as they were on that boat, they got their eyes on the storm. They had all types of things running through their minds, but here's what they needed to do. They needed to remember that the same Jesus who sent them into the storm was the same Jesus that was going to carry them through the storm. Oh, and dear friend, could I remind you, the same Jesus that you've been following, the same Jesus you've been loving, the same Jesus you've been serving, he's the same Jesus that will carry you through whatever storm you're in right now. Oh, the devil wants us to be confused. He wants us to be wandering about. He wants us to to be going, wallowing about in life, not knowing what the next step is. Oh, it can be confusing sometimes, but we can know he's with us in the storm. And if he's with us in the storm, we'll be just fine. He's a powerful God, and having him on our side is so wonderful. Number three, what can we know in the midst of the storm? Number one, we can know that doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. Number two, we can know that there's one greater than the storm, and he's with us. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. But the number three here, uh, know you're better off with your eyes on the master. Oh, I mentioned these disciples, they were likely afraid. The Bible says they were. They were fearful. Oh, that's what storms will do. They'll bring a lot of fear into our life. We'll, We'll feel this anxiety. We'll feel this pressure, all that's going on. But here's what we need to do. We need to make sure that we're not looking at the pressure, not looking at the anxiety, not looking at the problem, but we need to look to the one who provides a solution. Oh, that's Jesus. Remember here in the story, uh, Jesus called Peter out to himself on the waves. The Bible says, in verse number 27, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. That's what he's saying to us today. It is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. What happened? 
Jesus said, Peter, come out to me on the water. And Peter began to take those steps onto the water. At first, he did well, didn't he? The Bible says that he began to walk on the water. But notice what verse number 30 says. Verse number 30 says, but when he saw, what's it say? The wind. Boisterous. He was afraid. In other words, the wind was, was full of power. Uh, it was a big storm. When he saw the boisterous wind, he was afraid, and he began to seek. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. What happened to Peter? Peter took his eyes off of Jesus. Peter stopped looking at the one that was going to get him through the storm and was going give to give him the power to continue on. You know, in the midst of a storm, the devil wants us to get to, us to look everywhere else except to our Savior. But if there's anything we need to do, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Hebrew, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising rejection. Oh, Jesus Christ, he went to the cross. He paid the price for us. He relates to our suffering. And the book of Hebrews says that we need to look to him. We need to keep our eyes on him. Oh, we're simply pilgrims passing through this earth. We're just on our Christian way and we'll always be better off if we keep our eyes on the Master. Can I ask you, we're here in 2023. I hope that you're having a great year. Maybe it hasn't been a great year though. Maybe it's been a very challenging year. Maybe it's been a year of much abundance. Maybe it's been a year of much pain. No matter what type of year it's been, could I encourage you, make sure your eyes are on Jesus. Have your eyes been on Jesus up until this point? Have your eyes been on Jesus this week? Oh, we're here at Wednesday. Wednesday's a good checkpoint. It's a good halfway point through the week. Have you kept your eyes on Jesus this week? Or have you got your eyes on everything else? It's so easy for us to get mixed up, to get lost in the midst of the storm, to where we look at everything else, but forget to look to our Savior. Oh no, you're better off with your eyes on the Master. And then lastly, what can we know in the midst of the storm? Here's what we can know. We can know that the storm is making us better. Oh, here's the reality. These disciples learned much in this storm. Isn't it true that the storms of this life oftentimes teach us things about ourselves, but they also teach us things about our God? Oh, it's through the trials that we come out triumphant. It's through the pain that we come out with progress. It's through the difficulty and the despair that we have direction and we have God's ability to continue on for the future. I don't know what type of storm you're in right now, what type of storm you've been in, but here's what we can know, as Job chapter 23, verse 10 says, But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Oh, don't be discouraged, friend. Don't be in despair. God's doing something in your life, and he may be just using a storm to do it. Oh, dear friend, today I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Remember this, we are on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.